welcome back to the podcast. As you can see, we're not in the studio today. We are in our basement. TBT. To the basement days. Um, we are going to start off with a very brief introduction, maybe some weekly updates if Sam has. And then we are going to get into the episode because we have a special guest on. So, yeah. So, um, I don't really have any weekly updates. Well, I don't know why I'm holding it like this. I don't really have any weekly updates other than the fact that... Um, I had major anxiety today. I've been having major anxiety. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's... I don't know what it is. Like, let me know if you guys have been feeling this way, but something in the air, I'm just getting... Like, I'll wake up, I'll do my whole morning routine, and then I'll just get this, like, random burst of what the fuck am I doing? Like, with just, like, my life in general. It's called something. It's called... um, Oh, fuck. What's it called? An existential crisis? No, but Excellent. it's not because like when I look at the things individually in my life that I have and I'm grateful for, like I'm happy about it. But then there'll be these moments of like, I don't know what it is, but I think I'm starting to experience panic attacks. I've never had panic attacks. I've only ever had anxiety attacks. And I know that they're different because actually I have had panic attacks when I was like really young. But anxiety attacks for me are more so like, I'm just like anxious for a prolonged period of time. I'll call that like an anxiety attack. But when I'm having a panic attack it's like physical like yesterday i was at a birthday party and i'm not joking i was looking at my fucking watch my heart rate was at 105 sitting down and i started feeling like i was eating and i'm shaking and i'm like that was like me i think i'm starting to get social anxiety like being out or going out gives me i don't know it's weird i've never been like that ever i've always been like a person who loves to go out loves to do whatever but Mm -hmm. I was at like a birthday too, like my best friend's birthday. And I felt bad because I kept getting real. I had to leave the table, I think three times. I was having actual anxiety attacks in the bathroom. And I'm like, why am I feeling this way? It was kind of chilly in the restaurant, but I noticed that I was like abnormally cold. Like I was literally like this. Yeah. Shivering. And then my feet start to go numb. And I asked one of my friends who also like, you know, gets anxiety attacks often. She's like, that's, you're literally having a panic attack. And I was like, for what though? It might've been like the music. It was loud in there. And like, I've had kind of like a rough week or I've been like thinking a lot about things. So all of that bottled up made me anxious. So I've learned that if I'm having a tough week or an anxious week and I know I have to go out to do something before that will allow me to kind of like breathe and be with my thoughts and emotions for a little bit. Because I literally the whole week I like was prepping for this interview and I'm really nervous about it because I really, really want it. And I feel like that was in the back of my head too. And I was doing prep for that the whole weekend. And then I went out both Saturday and Sunday without having kind of time to like fathom my thoughts and like my feelings around it. So I don't know. I've just been having really weird social anxiety lately. To be honest, I feel like I'm like, I'm feeling that too. Like there's just so many things going on in my life. Like either things that I'm working towards or want to achieve or thinking about doing that I'm getting overwhelmed with myself. Again, like this happens to me so often where I get overwhelmed with my like goals, not goals or like, just like what's going on, you know? Yeah. Like there's just so much going on that I'm excited for, nervous about, scared about, that it's just all fucking crumpled up into a ball and just sitting at the pit of my fucking stomach and it'll come up at random times. Like literally at this birthday party yesterday, I was like, I started eating. I'm just like this. And Roman was like, dude, why are you shaking? Like, are you hungry? I'm like, I'm not even that hungry. Like, I don't know what it is. Then I look at my fucking watch and I'm, I'm going like this. And I literally felt like I was going to pass out. And I don't know what it is. But like you just said, I think it's because, you know, like, I worked all week. Then I was doing so many things after work last week, like right after work, even today. I love that we're recording the podcast. I'm so grateful we get to do it. But 
I finished work and within 10 minutes of finishing work, I got ready and like came on the podcast. Like I haven't even had a second to like breathe breathe and i feel like my life has been like that lately on the weekends we have so many family things and we're doing so many things and then like monday you wake up and it's straight back to work again and do, like do we really ever have time for ourselves i think i get what you're saying but i think for me my thing is that i don't like to go out anymore i don't know i just do not like to i don't know i like to go out but i think it, when it hits a certain time it hits a certain point where i'm like i don't want to be here i don't want to be out anymore it i start to like that gives me anxiety. I think and we I need talking, to start honoring that. I was, I know, because I was talking to one of my other friends, and she's like, maybe you're just growing up. <laughs> maybe you're just, like, you know. It's like, true. It's kind of just, like, I've even become more conscious about, like, my money, my money situation. Like, I'll spend, I used to give a, not give a fuck about spending money. Like, I did not care, because I was like, money comes and goes. I still think that, you know, I'm still trying to, like, It's true, but sometimes you want to allocate your money but, to some other places. But sometimes I realize I'm spending money on things. It's like, what, like, why do I need to spend money on this right now? Like, I want to, I'm 23. I want to start saving for trips, for future plans. I don't have a full-time job yet. Manifesting that I get this one here, but, you know, whatever. I don't know. I think all that put together just made me realize that, like, sometimes going out, like, I want to keep it to, like, a once- Maybe twice a month thing. Not every single time somebody says something that I'm like, yep, I'll go. Can I say something off the record? Not off the record. Like, on the record. You keep saying, like, if you get this full-time job or a full-time job, that's not going to change. Like, getting a full-time job working, like, for a corporation or something isn't going to change the way that you feel about any of these things. It may make you feel a bit more secure, but I don't agree with the fact that... Because I'm not trying to be... My sister hates when I do, like oh, I used to be like this because she's like, you're only like three years older than me, which is true, but I'm just like letting you know, like I felt that same way. I remember the summer of 2020. I was like, I just I just graduated and like, I need to get my first job. What am I doing with my life? I'm gonna feel so much better. I'm gonna feel like I'm on track. And then so many other things happen, like the podcast, like real estate no, I know. shit, you know? I, and I'm not saying that like once I get it, I'll love to go out again. Like I just think that like, and I'm not saying that's like, I need that for stability i'm saying in general like i'm just that, saying don't rely on that for to bring you happy no i'm happiness. not i'm not doing i'm not relying on that my, my whole premise is that like i've recently realized that i do not like to go out as much as i did before and i don't think it's a bad thing i don't care if people call me lame i just don't enjoy i just don't like it as much unless like you know obviously i was celebrating my friend's birthday so like i loved being there for her and like celebrating yeah, with her even if you're celebrating your friend's birthday you know like if your friends are truly your friends they will appreciate that you made it out and like Sometimes your friends don't, I mean, maybe some of you are like super, super close with your friends and maybe some of you aren't. I personally don't mention every little aspect of my life to all of my I friends. I mean, I definitely have friends where I do do that. There are some friends where you do do that, but then some of the, some of them you don't, right? Like you, you're going out for their birthday and they have no clue what you're going through behind closed doors, whether it's personally, 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 like familially. <laughs> financially career-wise like they don't look at this hair sticking out they don't really know you know what i mean like what's going on behind closed doors so if your friends are truly your friends they'll appreciate the fact that like you came out for them you know what i mean like yeah i agree because i I, i'm feeling the same way on saturday all day i was working on like keeping a cento stuff because i was like you know what like i said it was back to back all week saturday i'm like let me just devote this day to this I love doing it, obviously, because this is, like, our passion project, and, like, I love to do this stuff. But at the same time, I also feel like I didn't have a mental break. And then at night, we went out with our friends. And, again, I was so excited. Me and Roma were like, yay, we get, we get to go for tacos with our friends. But at 11 o'clock, we were like, okay, we're going we're gonna to leave. You know, yeah. we had a good couple hours, and it was super fun. And that's, and you know what? Like, I got home, and I'm like, 
this is adulting. No, like, that's how I felt. So at a certain hour, an hour, like a time hit, and I was like, I genuinely cannot. Like I feel sick. Like I like. With, I need my bed. I, I need my bed. I want to be home, but obviously, like I stuck it out. But I think I'm realizing like you don't need to stay out till two, three in the morning in order to have a good time. There's a time and place. You know, sometimes you might, but sometimes you you won't. And I think that you need to get better just being like I'm I'm gonna head. Oh my god. I, I same here though. Like Anyways, I honestly don't. I think it's just part of growing up, and I think it's just part of maturing. So we are going to be talking to Alessia Scazzillo. She is the CEO, founder, and owner of A Sculpt Body. We won't get too much into it because we want her to explain. She touches on some really important topics I feel like will resonate with a lot of our listeners. So yeah, let's get right into it. So um, as you guys know, today we have Alessia on the podcast. I don't want to butcher your last name. We're Italian too, but I still want to make sure that I don't butcher it. So how do you pronounce your last name? Scazzillo. Scazzillo. Okay. So we have yes, Alessia Scazzillo on the podcast today. Yeah. Um, you're an entrepreneur. You are the founder of a sculpt body. Um, and you're a real advocate for women's fitness and kind of from what we've researched, kind of needing confidence, like to be able to be confident in working out with efficiency as well. Um, totally. Yeah. Okay. So we're super interested in your business and what you do, but we kind of want to know more about you as a person. So we're wondering if we can scale it back to how you kind of started this business all the way from the beginning we read that you were in corporate finance at first um and then you transitioned i don't know if you're completely out of corporate finance but you transitioned into starting this business business and now it's full-fledged so can you tell us a little bit about your story yeah absolutely and i am fully out of finance now i'm running my cool. business full-time um okay, which cool. i love <laughs> okay. i love a lot <laughs> i did both for a while and it was really hard and i was super burnt out so I'm, su I'm very happy to be on the path that i am now but taking it back even more i was never athletic growing up at all like my whole family was athletic my brother pr played like pretty high level hockey my parents worked out and i just was not um my parents would always try and encourage me and i think i just never really found what i love and then my mom actually passed away when I was 20 years old um, from skin cancer. And I'm that so was sorry. a really, really like hard, thank you, really hard um, time in my life. I was in university. Um, I feel like my mom and I were just coming out of this phase of like me being a teenager and us just like fighting about everything. Um, mm -hmm. And then she passed away. So it was really tough. And um, a few months after she passed, the workout studio that she was like a avid member at she went almost every day while she was healthy um they hosted this charity class in her honor um to raise money for the hospital that she had been treated at and i went to this event to like support because i was like there's this is so nice and i did the workout and like nearly died can i swear <laughs> on this podcast yeah, yeah, yeah it was okay i nearly fucking died like i i remember so vividly being like I'm about to pass out. And what's so funny <laughs> is that every other woman in there was like 40, 50, 60, because this was mm -hmm. like a more like mature crowd. And and my mom was 48 when she died. And like, they were all killing it. And I was like, I, I it was such a turning point for me. Like I left that class being like, something needs to change because this is embarrassing. Like my mom was doing this and she was healthy. And even when she was sick, like the days that she was okay, she would go in, it, it made her feel good. And I was like, something needs to change. So I started working out a little bit and then graduated school, started my career in finance. I'm a CPA. I worked at PwC um, in accounting okay. for a while. And then 
Um, I worked in finance at RBC for uh, several years too. So when I was working, yeah, I I worked almost 10 years in finance, actually. It was like my, definitely my career trajectory for a very long time. Um, So when I started working, I, it was like a lot in a toxic work environment, especially at RBC Mm. and really stressful and working out was like the highlight of my days. Um, I would, well, at the beginning I would work out after work and then almost every day I would miss it because something would come up at work and like, I would have to stay late. And so I started learning that if I wanted to do something important, I had to do it in the morning because no mm. one would bother you before like eight thirty nine. So I would work out most mornings and it really was like what was saving me in an otherwise pretty tough, um, environment. Mm-hmm. And not to say that I didn't thrive, like it, at work, like I did well, I think, you know, on the outside, but I didn't love it. Like, I, I think I could put up with it. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would do do well in deals and all the but I didn't love it at all. Right. <laughs> like quite, it, quite it didn't like fuel you. No, not right. at all. And it was like, every day, I would have to like convince myself like pep talk, like, okay, you can do this, you can do this, you know, and I would come home crying from work all the time. Toward the end, I worked for this boss that was like, the worst and made me feel so dumb, no matter what I did. And it was just toxic, I would say is the best word to describe it. Um, And so I was falling in love with fitness and decided just as like a for fun thing that I would get trained in um, teaching fitness and start teaching classes on the side. And I loved it, like loved it. I was doing it in person. I was managing both finance and fitness. I would like run out of my finance job, run to teach a class and then like work from home the rest of the night, whatever it was, it was chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved it so much that I was like, oh my gosh, this is something I might want to like do. And I, two things. One, I was like, I don't think I can make a career out of this teaching in studio. Like, I don't want to be that person who's training people at 6 a.m. And then at 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. at like before and after work. And like, you don't make that much money. So how can Mm -hmm. I do this in a way that's like, you know, my business mind was going. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I also was doing all these classes that were super high impact and was getting injured a lot. So I was like, okay, I think I need to make my own like different method that is still really effective, but keeps the body safe. Like, why am I, why are my knees like breaking? I was like going to a sports doctor and he was like, they're just like, I feel your that. Knees are in, yeah. There were, the, the doctor was like, I did all these tests and he was like, you don't have anything torn. You literally, it's just inflammation. Like you're jumping mm. too much. Yeah. Um, and so out of that was born my online fitness platform. That's all low impact workouts. And that is called Um, And now I have over 200 workouts, different, there, a lot is body weight. Um, but there's also props. They range in time from like 10, 15 minutes to 50, 55 minutes. Um, and they're all online and great to take with you on the go kind of wherever you are. And I, w- I had been planning that for a little bit before COVID because this, this was all like in progress. And then COVID hit like three weeks before I was supposed to officially launch my business, which was obviously like for the world and myself terrible, but for my business, it was the right time. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. already ready. Like I had been planning to launch for months. So um, I was teaching live classes all the time in the beginning of COVID and um, those were taking off. And then I launched my business and uh, I did both finance and fitness for another like six months, a year, a year, I think after that. Wow. Um, and then it became so much. I was so burnt out. Uh, I like was a shell of a person. I feel like I wasn't giving either job mm-hmm. my all. 
Um, and so after much deliberation, I feel like this part of the story is like often overlooked. It's like, oh, I decided to quit my finance job. It's like, no, it actually took like mm-hmm. so long to get comfortable with that. And then I quit and now I've been doing my full-time fitness, um, running my, my fitness business full-time. And also I'm a content creator. I've been doing that for um, like almost two years full-time now. So yeah. That's a, that's a great story. Yeah, it is. And I do want to touch upon like some of the highlights of that are definitely that like your fit your love for fitness wasn't always there, but it kind of grew from your mom, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. when she passed, you were, you were like, it, it almost like keeps you connected to her in a way. Um, so that's totally, that's really cool. But I, often, I want to, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just to jump, just to jump in there. I know yeah. the beginning often would, I would be in my workout trying to do the last couple rest rest. And I would often push myself by saying like, if my mom can do this, so could I, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. do five more, you know? Yeah. And that really helped me in the beginning. No. And that's, and I think that's like a beautiful part of the story. So I think it's also important because like how you said, like you didn't like it at first or it wasn't into fitness that like, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you can't grow to love it over time. And like, it can't, like it became your career and something that you genuinely love to do. So I think that's super important too, because people, I think assume that like, if you're starting a business, you have to love it from the beginning to end, like when you start it, but that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So, yeah. So true. I'm not an athlete. I do not pretend to be one. I'm a regular girl who fell in love with fitness because mm-hmm. I found a way that made it fun. Like, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I connected with the instructors at the beginning. I found the ones I liked, the style I liked. And, but I'm, I'm, I do not pretend to be an athlete like at all. And it's, it's intimidating sometimes because like my mm-hmm. colleagues are athletes. Like right. people are, you know, running who have their own online or in-person businesses, they're listed 300 pounds. And I am like, that ain't me. Like, mm-hmm. that's not me, but. <laughs> but that's fair because I, um, so I also work out, but I went through a phase where I like wanted to like heavy lift, but like I would do like, you know, deadlift squats, whatever with like heavy weights. And I actually realized that it's not for I don't think it's for me or like for my body type. And so I really resonate with that because I find that like low impact or like low weight workouts or even just body workouts or like I've been into like Pilates recently, like that even helps me. Like I don't have to, you don't have to like lift heavy yeah. or, or be like, you know, lift 300 pounds in order to be like, you know, successful, successful. in the gym or when working out. So that's totally, I think it's like whatever, like you'll do, like mm-hmm. whether you, if you love lifting heavy go for it. And sometimes yeah. I go through phases where I'm lifting 20, 30, 40 pounds. Like right now I'm, I'm kind of in that phase. I launched some weighted, heavier weighted workouts on my site and I'm doing a lot of like weighted, you know, squats, mm-hmm. deadlift rows, presses, all these things. But sometimes I'm not. And sometimes I want to throw some ankle weights on and do some leg lifts and things like that. And yeah. like, you know, more Pilates, my standard like sculpt style workout. Yep, right. And I just think it's like, whatever is gonna, whatever you love and whatever is going to get mm-hmm. you moving love it and I think also there's like this trend especially on TikTok where it's like it like puts it down well like not as much now I feel like now people are more like open to it but it's I've seen endless things like on TikTok like with influencers or fitness influence where it's like you need to lift heavy in order to see results or do like you know see get a big bomb or tone your arms and I don't think that's necessarily true like at all mm-hmm. so yeah I don't oh, know I- agreed agreed totally yeah. agree I think you'll see results with whatever you're doing consistently. Exactly. And you'll yeah. only do it consistently if you like it. Yes. Ex- that's so that's true. That's so true. Yeah. Um, I want to circle back to um, something you mentioned in your story about how you went from corporate to starting your own business, because a lot of what we t- 
talk about on the podcast is making that change because there's a lot of us that like there's a lot of people that come on or just like a lot of our audience in general they have their side businesses or side hustles and some people maybe not all but some people want to be able to make that their full-time gig because it's something that they genuinely love so I kind of want to know what was the mindset shift that got you from that place of you had a secure job you know like the security was there you had Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you worked at RBC you had your benefits you had all this you had a a steady salary like there's a mindset shift that needs to happen Mm -hmm. from going from the secure probably I don't want to assume but a good paying job at RBC to starting your own business from the ground up and I think a lot of people are fearful of making that shift so I kind of want to know your advice for people out there who maybe want to make that shift totally I went from making a really amazing, healthy six-figure salary to, in the beginning, making literally zero. In fact, negative, because mm-hmm. I was spending and investing so much in my business. And I really think it came down, I mean, there's a lot of factors, but it came down to this. I couldn't live my life without seeing the possibility of doing this full-time, like without trying it. Like I was thinking about like, will I regret it if I don't at least give this a full try 100% effort? Mm -hmm. And the answer was yes. And there was so many scary things around that there was like, it was like, you know, the financial security, but also my ego, like, you know, I'm not going to have any money there. Like, Mm. you know, what are people going to say about you're going to have to tell your family that I no longer work in Mm -hmm. this like great position? (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah. And you know what, I swear to God, it took me like, I don't know, a year before I started, if people ask me what I did, I didn't start with, well, I used to be in finance and now Mm -hmm. I do this. (laughs) Like it literally took me a year to get out of that habit. I feel like even sometimes it slips out. It's like, no, I have a fitness business and it's a legitimate business. I I feel like to a lot of people, especially older, they viewed what I was doing as this like dinky little thing that like Mm -hmm. they didn't, they just like didn't understand. So it was a lot of um, getting over my own ego and not caring what other people think and realizing that this was something that I felt in my heart. It was something that I, I knew I needed to do and I would regret it if I didn't. And I realized that like, unless I gave it a hundred percent effort, I was never going to, get 100% back from it. And it's crazy because within like a month or two months of me giving it 100% of my effort, I started to see so much come in. Like, I think it was, you know, obviously the hours I was putting in and the times I wasn't splitting my time, but then also just like my energy going into Mm -hmm. it, I think was just so much better. And people were really receptive to that. And I started getting a lot more um, you know, like brand deals, like uh, with my content creations out of my business. And I just think my energy shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of the time it's like getting out of your own way and realizing that like, you know, you're young, like regardless of what age you are, you're young enough to make a change. And like, can you live your life without even trying it? And I knew and this was confirmed when I quit my job by my the head of my group that I quit to, I knew that I had a really great education and a really great, like really great work experience, mm-hmm. and that I could get hired in a similar job, no problem, especially in the finance world. A lot of women, when they start families, they leave and don't come back. And so they're always looking for women like, you know, a few years ahead of me to rejoin. And my Mm -hmm. head of my group said this when I left, like, you know, if this doesn't work out for you, I 
think he was confused too. He was like, so what are you going to do when you quit? Like, what, what's your time going to be spent on? Um, but he said, like, you know, you can always get a job in corporate, you know, Canada. Like, that's always going to be an option. So, mm-hmm. like, do you? And arguably now, I think I'm more employable having run my own business yeah. now for several years than I was before. Cause I was, I was in, um, I was like in corporate lending, lending money to businesses, whether for growth or acquisitions or, um, you know, a bunch of different things. And right. I feel like now as a business owner, I actually can like relate to what my clients are doing mm-hmm. so much more. And I feel like I, I have so many more skills, not just in finance, but in like marketing and tech and like, you know, all these different things right. that I, I You're actually teaching think yourself. I, I'm teaching myself everything. It's like this, it's this is exactly what it is. So like I got an MBA, like, but I started a business instead. Right. So uh, yeah, I feel like I'm more employable. If things were to all go, you know, to shit and like this wasn't to work out, I, I'm more employable with the skills I have now than I was two years ago. And that's, you know what? Like, I think that that's the thing. It's the fear of failing that people don't go ahead and pursue. Yeah. I don't know, their side hustles that they've like really been itching at getting to after work every day or whatever it is. So many people run to do whatever their side gig is after work, or so many people have a bunch of different things that they want to do, but they can't fully commit because of their corporate job. But I like that advice you just gave, like you have a degree or a lot of people out there who want to do this, they have degrees, probably, even if you don't, you have work experience. Corporate Canada will always be there 100%. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So you can always go back and find a job somewhere. So I think that that's like great advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the fear of failure and also the fear of what other people will think. And the fear of failure, you know, like you just talked about, um, but the fear of what other people will think, it it takes a long time to get there, but you just can't give a fuck because they're not living your life. Like you have to live your life. And you have to wake up happy every day. And so what your grandma or aunt or friend or whatever thinks of you is none of your business. And now all the people who doubted me and said, like, are you sure this is crazy? Now they're all like, oh, you live the best life. You can work from anywhere. It's like, and you're doing the thing that you love and all these things. And it's like, yeah. What about two years ago when you thought I was crazy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. And I feel like if you come from a traditional I don't want to just say Italian, but maybe like European family, or I don't know, just a very traditional family in general. Can you imagine like telling them like, yeah, I'm going to quit my really good, good job, according to like society on paper, to go exactly on paper paper, to go and do something that like, I love to do as a hobby right Mm -hmm. now. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, you're like, Like, no. So I totally agree. Cause I can imagine myself telling my family that and they'd be like, um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Um, were you gonna say something? No, no. Okay, I want to kind of shift gears to um, the way that you kind of define your program and the way you go about fitness, and it's a holistic approach, correct? Um, totally. So yeah. when we were reading over just your stuff and looking at your Instagram page, it it was like a holistic approach as opposed to just an aesthetic based approach to fitness. Can you explain that narrative and notion and why that's important as opposed to just trying to be fit or working out solely for the fact that you want to look good. Totally. Um, It's all about my approach is all about feeling really good. It's all about focusing on the benefits of working out that are like how you feel. So like 
working out because it gives you energy, because it gives you mental clarity, because it helps you sleep better and just feel mm. better overall. Not what you look like, because it takes a really, really, really long time to actually physically see like aesthetic results from your workouts. And if you're True. just focused on the aesthetic, mm-hmm. you're not going to be, um, you're not going to be consistent because you're mm-hmm. every day you're going to look and be like, I worked out for 30 minutes or 45 minutes and I don't see the physical changes. So like, why would I work out tomorrow? Right. It just becomes really hard to motivate yourself to stay disciplined, to stay consistent when you're focused on the aesthetic. But if you Mm -hmm. shift it and you focus on how exercise can impact all the other areas of your life and how you feel, which then impacts every other area of your life, your relationships, your work, everything, you will actually stick to it. Because you'll, you'll wake up and be like, ah, like, do I want to work out today? I don't know, maybe yes, no. And then you're like, right, I, I know I feel so much better. And I'm so much more focused at work, and like energized and like on my a game for that meeting I have later. So like, let me get a quick little workout in. Mm-hmm. So it's like shifting the focus away from what you look like, you can also be incredibly strong and incredibly fit and be like, or people can be incredibly strong and incredibly fit and be a wide variety of like shapes and sizes and weights and all the things. So I'm all about taking those things away and really focusing on working out because of how it makes you feel on the inside. And that's going to make every area of your life better. I agree with that a lot. And I feel like in my own personal experience, um, I've been working out for years as well. And like, I focus a lot on weightlifting because for me, that's what works, but there is this like kind of cycle that you, that I can fall into sometimes where I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of plateauing and I'll get obsessed because I don't look any different after I've been working out for this long, you know, like I'll, I'll look different and then I'll be happy, but then I want to look more different and improve more. And I'm like, Hey, fuck what's going on. Like I'm not improving. And you kind of can fall into this like vicious cycle of almost like body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. where like, Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh my God, I look like shit, but I'm working out every day. And then that turns into under eating and overworking and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I think that this holistic approach is super important because for me, ever since I've started implementing, like you said, going to the gym before work every morning, I feel like it's just a natural thing that I do now because I'm doing it for me. Like I'm taking care of like myself, like even if it's not a crazy workout if it's just a low impact workout I'm still doing it for myself you know so like I appreciate that you come at your programs with that um narrative no I agree and and like and like you oh sorry no continue I was gonna say I feel like a lot of people have this approach to working out that's super all or nothing like if you don't have time for an hour workout then oh why do it at all yeah Mm -hmm. and I, I, I completely disagree with that. I think like any little bit of movement is amazing because of how it makes you feel. And because right. if you do it, you know, if you do even 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you keep that consistency and that routine and you just like get into a good groove. And not only is that great, you know, for your energy, mental health and all the things that I just talked about, but keeping your routine also helps you gain confidence. Like the way you build confidence is deciding to do something and then actually following through so if you if you like start that with your workouts like okay I'm going to do a 10 minute workout and then you actually do it then you're like yeah okay and you build a little confidence then you do it again and you're like okay damn like I'm on a bit of a roll and you continue to build that confidence and that too will go into every other area of your life because that's what it's really like that's what I want my community to feel is 
strong and confident and energized so that they can, you know, take those feelings and then every area of their life is like improved by that. Right. And like, it's a lifestyle, right? Like you also have the notion of no sacrifices. So that would mean that you would just be integrating fitness and working out and like nutrition foods into part of your lifestyle mm-hmm. that way that you d- you don't have to sacrifice like hours and hours of time of your day to get like the best workout in every day and you don't have to sacrifice like foods you love you can have a fucking donut here and there you know and then at that point when you do sacrifice it feels like a chore working out and like yeah. you don't want to do it anymore because it's like fuck like I ate I don't know I ate like shit today or I didn't eat enough today so like I'm not going to work out do you know what I mean so I think Totally. I love your approach because it looks as fitness as like a light again, like a lifestyle or mindset rather than just like a chore or like something that you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. My tagline is no sacrifices and specifically in the summer, um, which is I find typically like a period of time where people feel a lot of pressure with their bodies to like get bikini ready and all these mm-hmm. things. Um, so in the summer, it's no sacrifice summer and the rest of the year, it's no sacrifices. Um, but it's really all about doing the things that make you happy and incorporating your wellness routine into that. So you don't have to sacrifice, you know, going for brunch or having pizza or having cocktails. Like I drink alcohol like often and my whole community knows that. I don't think you have to sacrifice that to be mm-hmm. healthy, but also incorporate workouts that fuel you and incorporate other like mindful things that fuel you. I've started just this year in 2022 journaling every morning and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll journal in the morning and then I'll work out. And then later that day I'll have six margaritas with my friends. And like, <laughs> that's okay. Like I think, yeah. I think people really feel like it has to be this all or nothing thing or, you know, from Monday through Friday, you're super clean. And then on weekends you like go crazy. It's like, no, like take the pressure off yourself and just like let yourself live a little bit and enjoy the things that you love. Now, like, I'm not saying go crazy because no sacrifices also means don't sacrifice your body and have you feel like shit. Like, right. you know, if you know six margaritas is too much for you, then don't do it. Like, it's, it's fine for me. But for some <laughs> people, six margaritas is too much. Maybe you stick to three, but you right. still go out. I think like a, a great example is people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to go out to this event because I don't want to drink tonight. And it's like, well, that to me sounds like a sacrifice. Like, mm-hmm. what about if you just go and you have two drinks instead of like six or seven, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm not going to work out because I don't have an hour. It's like, well, that's a sacrifice too. Like, why don't you work out and do like a 15 minute something? You'll feel better and then move on with your day. Mm-hmm. You know? And sorry, one more thing just on this topic, because I really honestly resonate with this because I struggled for so long with like, like before I started working, like I graduated in, 2020 so right yeah oh my god that seems so long ago but um (laughs) oh sorry this this zoom call is like this never happened before why is it saying it's running out in 10 minutes i don't know okay well we have 10 minutes that's okay um what was i saying oh yeah so i graduated in 2020 and before like while i was in school i could take so much time to work out i just had more time i didn't have responsibilities and uh, as many Mm -hmm. bills as i have now to like really think about things and be stressed out so i would take hours to work out and and it was fine but now when i started working and i've I've had more responsibilities and just more things going on i i at the beginning i was like oh my god like this is ruining everything and then i would live for the weekends so like i would just go hard during the week almost like burn myself out and then on the weekends go hard in a different way like whether it's like drinking or like partying or eating out almost like a binge Mm -hmm. kind of and it was just a really um bad cycle so I really like 
your approach again because of that like it truly resonates with me so i encourage everybody to <laughs> live by this approach no yeah i agree um i want to because we're running out of time quickly i want to talk about the you mentioned bikini body so mm-hmm. i know a lot of influence when influencers use that to promote their programs right like oh get bikini body ready but i feel like that kind of alludes to the fact that like women have to fit like a specific category of like a body type or look a certain way in order to be like bikini ready like why can't i be bikini ready just the way i am you know what i mean like so i want to know what totally. your like viewpoint is on that or your a kind of opinion on that on the term yeah, bikini my, body well my view is that you are bikini body ready anytime you put on a fucking bikini like yeah i think this whole it's like all a marketing thing and yeah. i think it really has fucked with people a lot and my perspective is you are bikini ready whenever you want to put on a bikini and go to the beach, pool, lake, whatever. And just instead of focusing on like trying to fit in a certain, you know, a certain shape or size or weight or bikini, take care of yourself and, and through your workouts and through your, all your other good habits, and you will feel confident in your body regardless of the size. Because how you feel, like, have you ever? Have you ever felt really shitty and then you do a workout and you look at your body after and you're like, damn, yeah, Yeah, like your body, yeah, your body didn't change in 40 minutes or an hour, but the way you feel about it did. And because Mm -hmm. you've just, you've just gotten stronger, you're, you've gained confidence, really, like you're proud of yourself, you did your workout. And so it's like, if you focus on those feelings instead like you'll feel really good regardless of how you know what your weight shape size is or whatever in a bikini yeah and I agree with that I think it kind of goes back to the holistic thing right like influencers are now trying to backtrack or like fitness gurus are trying to backtrack and eliminate the whole like bikini body words like verbiage from their programs or from whatever they're talking about on their posts but the whole notion of a lot of these programs that I see online is really like shed fat, f- focus on losing or fat. even like hourglass, yeah. fi- get or the hourglass, hourglass figure. Or, yeah. So like, even though they're not using the terms bikini body, the whole thing just alludes to the fact that like, yeah. like it's fat phobia kind of. And I think it could mess with your self-esteem. Somebody like me, I've always had like an athletic frame. I've played soccer for so many years track. I've always been very lean, like no body fat on my body kind of. Um, so when I, when I first started working out, like I'm, you know, I was more lean of like a body figure and I see these programs like hourglass, get hourglass. So I was like, I want to ask. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this program. So I would do it. And then like, I feel like it just wasn't for me or the changes I was having in my body. Like, yeah, okay. My bum grew or my legs grew, but I still didn't look like an hour because that's just not my frame. And that's just not how my body operates. So, you know, over time I've learned to like do workouts or just do things for my body that will fit my body type. So I feel like using any sort of verbiage that, that relate, like that goes back to um, a specific body type is not healthy and not mentally healthy for people. Agreed. And I never use, you'll never hear me use those kinds of terms in my workouts mm-hmm. or and social media or like anything. I love Nothing that. about like fat loss or um, uh, like, you know, uh, thigh gap, like mm-hmm. uh, things like hip this. Dips. Like, <laughs> yeah, hip dips, like um, never like earn your cake you're going to eat tonight in today's <laughs> workout, like never mm-hmm. anything like that it's always really positive encouragement and like really focused on 
you do what feels really right for you. In my workouts, right. I always say, take a break if you need to, but only if you need to. <laughs> I like actually listen to your body. Don't be lazy. Like you can, but take a break if you need to. And then join back in when you need to as well. There's no need to like kill ourselves here. Like listen mm -hmm. to your own body. So I'll always say like positive encouragement like that. I'll never be like, do this to you know to earn your drinks tonight or whatever it is yeah. like that's just so not me and I get a lot of really good feedback on that because there are a lot of people out there that I think bring people down like trainers bring people down, and maybe for some people it is but for me and my community like I would hate nothing more if someone said to me like if I was at a class and they were like you know if it's Christmas is coming up like get oh. like you know burn these calories so that mm -hmm. you can like enjoy your holiday party like no right you should be able to enjoy it like, regardless exactly and I actually had a few like not so great experiences um early on in my fitness journey at a few studios that um that helped shape this perspective of mine where I being like ew like I feel so shitty leaving this and I should be feeling really good so yeah. I'm never going to use the kind of, you know, words and, and encouragement that they've used. And um, that's really important to me. It's like a very safe space to work out with me, regardless of experience working out or body type or anything. That's cool. I really like that. No. Yeah. And I want to go back to a sculpt body right now because we're running out of time again. Sorry. I don't know. This has never happened on my Zoom okay. before, but I guess I need to upgrade. <laughs> um, how can people, people can find you on your website, correct? Is there you have different programs or is it just, is it a bunch of different videos? How can they really oh, get into it? Out a little bit. Oh my goodness. Sorry. You, you cut out a little bit, but I, I think I can, I think I got the gist of it. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so I have my online fitness platform is sculptbody.com, um, which has over 200 amazing low impact workouts. I have a seven day free trial. So you can join as a monthly or an annual member, do seven days for free. Um, and I have like, you can do any workout on my site, but then I also have a weekly schedule that I release every single week to give people some guidance. And during nice. the summer, it's going to be oh, all cool. quickie workouts, all like 10, 15 minutes, max 20. So it's like, you can get your workout in and then like move on with enjoying your life this summer. Enjoying your day. Um, yeah. And then I also every couple months I do like a I call them non challenges because I hate like all these fitness like challenges like the quote you know challenges um they're so intense and they put so much pressure on you and it's like mm -hmm. yeah, they're usually impossible like, like yes they it's like work out every day for 30 days and like it's like no like I hate that so much so I actually call them non challenges um, I and I that. usually yeah I usually give people like an alternative to working out that you could do instead if you wake up one day and like don't feel very good something else that would be like good for you and your mind or your body or whatever um yeah, so um, your audience can check it out, asculptbody.com. And on Instagram and TikTok, I am Alessia Sculpt. Okay, guys, so that was our episode with Alessia. Um, she's so nice and just, like, real. And you know what really hit me was going from a job like she had in finance, which is a lot of people's, like, dream job. You spend thousands and thousands of dollars in school to be able to get a job like that. To her finding a love for fitness like i don't want to say later on in life like she's already like she's you know young but i mean like she didn't always love fitness she found a love for fitness through such a beautiful thing that was like her mother and she transitioned out of this corporate like environment that was toxic toxic to her to this it's a really successful business mm -hmm. like i, I just it's really inspiring like how she's 
very positive about her clients too like no like the verbiage she uses and the way that she like promotes herself it's not like the typical thing you see where it's like again build an ass get a small waist get a thigh gap kind of thing or like those challenges so i don't know i really liked it i really liked her point of view on things and her approach so i hope you guys enjoy again make sure to check out her instagram um her website her link we're gonna link all those things in the in the pod notes or the um what's it called description description so yeah guys i hope you guys enjoyed and we'll see you next episode bye-bye bye-bye